we'd like to welcome you to part three of our dedicated study entitled Red Alert, Ball Arches in New York City and London to be unveiled on 4-19-2016, the same day the blood sacrifice to the beast period begins. And we just covered what that blood sacrifice to the beast period actually means, and now we're going to continue even further. The next report is entitled, On That Temple to Nimrod Ball to be erected in Times Square, New York City, Are We Preparing the Grand Entry for the Antichrist? And I've alluded to this earlier, this gets a little more into it though. According to some traditions, the original Freemason was Nimrod. He created the very first New World Order in the post-flood world, and virtually all of the major gods of ancient Babylon, Greece, and Rome ultimately trace back to him or traditions surrounding him. I agree. But for many modern occultists, the story of Baal is far from done. A lot of secret societies and occult groups have traditions that tell them that Nimrod, Marduk, Osiris, Apollo, and Baal will someday be resurrected and will once again rule the world. And many Bible scholars believe that the coming Antichrist will either be a resurrected Nimrod or will be associated with him in some way. With all of the proceeding in mind, could it be possible that we are actually erecting a temple for the Antichrist in New York City this month? Of course, most non-religious Americans don't understand who Baal was, nor do they really care. But the truth is that many of the elements of the ancient Baal worship are being mirrored in our society in 2016. The following is an excerpt from an excellent article by Matt Barber, warning graphic content here for like a good paragraph or two. Um, so if you want to stop it, if you have children, sorry, but this is, this is what we're exploring here, Baal, in, in, in all of its depravity. Um, of course, we're not getting into all the gory details, but some of the stuff, you know, in order to actually get a full grasp of what we're dealing with here, um, that's what we're doing. So anyway, it goes on by saying ritualistic Baal worship in some looked a little like this. Adults would gather around the altar of Baal. Infants would be burned alive as a sacrificial offering to the deity. Amid horrific screams and the stench of charred human flesh, congregants, men and women alike, would engage in bisexual orgies. The ritual of convenience was intended to produce an economic prosperity by prompting Baal to bring rain for the fertility of Mother Earth. So that's another take on what this whole... I mean, this is how depraved the ritualistic worship of Baal was it, it doesn't get much worse okay this is a different take on it from what I've even said before the consequences of such behavior was unbiblical pregnancy and childbirth meaning these orgies but the associated financial burdens burdens of unplanned parenthood were easily offset one could either choose to engage in homosexual conduct or with child sacrifice available on demand like it is today with the abortion abortion clinics one could simply take part in another fertility ceremony to terminate the unwanted child okay so this is what we're dealing with modern abortion liberalism deviates little from its ancient predecessor while its macabre rituals have been sanitized with flowery and euphemistic terms its core tenets and practices remain eerily similar so considering the child sacrifice and sexual immorality that we are engaged in today, perhaps it is only natural for us to have a temporal temple of Baal in Times Square. Yeah, because that's kind of where it's all moving. The next report, 1,000 UN Baal temples are connected to child sacrifice, altar of Satan, Islam, and radical environmentalism. They used to call it Gaia, meaning like Mother Gaia. 
the universal because the, but they still use that word very much the universal world uh, UN sponsored religion now it has been announced that the UN is to install 1,000 satanic ball temples in the coming times non-satanists are in immediate danger Dr. Robert Mueller clearly outlines his vision for a new going green religion on his websites um, and they give you a link to that in one article, he recalls a conversation he allegedly had with God. Okay, before I continue, remember, angel, Satan can appear as an angel of light. It's no marvel that his ministers can appear as ministers of righteousness, so he can he can appear like he's God, which you know is what he does or he can do. It says before I continue with Mueller's proclamations, it should be mentioned that he is a longtime friend of the Clintons. He is also responsible for much of what is was the no child left behind which is what we now call common core so this is a guy straight from the pit of hell Mueller asserts that he told God the following quote well my most important idea and conclusion after all my adult life and again if you were talking to God what are you going to do you're going to you're going to tell him like what you think and in what your agenda is and in, in what you're going to do I mean it's not really the way it would really you know what I mean you would want God to communicate with you about you know what i mean but it's almost like he's telling god what you know he's going to do what he thinks is important okay now i understand you can have a conversation with god and, and i get that but this guy has the audacity to basically act like well you know i'm going to tell god what i think is you know needs to be done he says well my most important idea and conclusion after my adult life as a world civil servant, oh yeah, he's done a yeoman's job of doing that, is this. The United Nations must be vastly strengthened to resolve the major global problems, henceforth increasingly confronting humanity and Earth. It must be empowered to adopt and enforce world laws and regulations. Oh, that, that sounds like a real hell on Earth to me, but that's what he said. He told to God. Uh, in the 1990s, a group of interfaith dialogue proponents decided to organize a conference to be held uh, in 1993 in Chicago. Dr. Mueller was one of the primary founders and organizers of this conference called the Global Ethic Foundation. This conference held in 1993 was held in 1993, and its purpose was to engage in pushing the concept of human global consciousness. Mueller is also one of the key figures behind the drive to establish a universal global consciousness and according to him a global consciousness will now be established through a mandatory universal world religion that's what their goal is because they know that has to be the backbone of what they're trying to accomplish they'll only be able to accomplish it through religion through lying signs wonders miracles the whole nine yards these deities and these types of things, that's the only way they're going to be able to accomplish this. So that's what we're dealing with here. So so we got now we've got a mandatory. This is where it's all going in the end. Mark of the beast, okay? You take the mark of the beast or you get beheaded. That's kind of a mandatory decision. <laughs> this is what we're, we're moving toward and this is what he means by this. Okay, and this whole global consciousness, this whole, well, it's like this global hive mind where everybody will have the mark. Everybody will have this literal, it's going to be most likely a technological neural type implant. Your DNA is going to also be changed from it. There's going to be a 
technological component and you're going to literally be like hooked into the matrix where you're all going to be on the same wavelength they're all going to be worshiping the antichrist and the false prophet they're all going to be basically like drones and automatons doing the will of satan okay and they're going to be taking us from the old world order into the bold new brave new world order where they're going to be promised that they will be as gods just like satan promised eve in the garden of eden it's all a lie from the pit of hell but you know that's what they're promising so this is precisely how the Pope caused such an uproar when he was de when he was declared in uh, September 2015 that all religions are equal. So this is what the Pope's been saying: the Gorbachev Foundation, the Clinton Global Initiative, and many UN-associated uh, NGOs, uh, non-governmental organizations, including Robert Mueller's, have advocated for a universal one-world religion. Eventually, this goal was manifested by the United Religions Initiative or the URI. Robert Mueller is the author of that, and, and it's quite clear when one reads the preamble of this agenda that globalists don't care about God and that this will be the institution that they will use to impose the UN Agenda 21 and the 2030 Goals of Sustainability. Excerpts from the preamble read, We respect the uniqueness of each tradition and differences of practice or belief. That's a total lie from the pit of hell. But in other words, they're saying all religions are equal, even though Christianity will be the one that is not even equal in the in the least bit. Okay, that will be the one that will be that will try to trample underfoot. Uh, then it says we unite to heal and protect the earth, even though they are the same devils that have done everything they can do to destroy the earth. Okay. But if we read between the lines here, what they're saying here is that this is the marriage of the world religion and the technocracy of environmentalism. Okay, then the next thing, the root of this ecological crisis is a spiritual crisis. And then, again, this is their justification for the marriage of religion and environmentalism, where it'll be mandatory. Then it goes on to say, the spiritual values and moral imperatives help humanity to rediscover a reverence for all life and respect for the sacredness of the whole planet. That's how they're going to use um, all of these crises and things of like this to, to move you into uh, cities, little stack and pack apart, uh, 100 foot, square foot, you know, little apartments and, and where everybody will be micromanaged and, and taxed into oblivion and basically put into a slave class okay like the hunger games type of deal um okay going further it says that therefore we call for interfaith cooperation interfaith cooperation that's all the religions on the same page christians hindus buddhists mormons the whole nine yards and, and hey they're already in the 501c3 corporate system so they're halfway there uh call for interfaith cooperation and furthering the vision for love for satanic love is what they mean and protection of the earth reverence for life of oh, right right unless it's a christian's life and harmony with all living beings like they really could care about that that's why they're letting all the muslims in and and letting them do all of the garbage they know they're going to do all the raping killing stealing because they really want the harmony of all living beings it really matters to them but again this is all the whole order out of chaos they're bringing the chaos to bring in the new world order that they're going to be establishing again all by design um again and the harmony of all living beings which is the establishment of a one world mandatory religion designed to usher in a new world order which will control everything absolutely the temple of Baal is not only satanically inspired but it is a muslim inspired as well this is interesting the satanic verses the book i believe which 
was inspired by Baal, I didn't know this, first appeared in Salman Rushdie's novel that was inspired by the life of Muhammad, the pedophilic prophet Muhammad, who took his first child bride at the age of six, his favorite wife, Aisha. Anyway, Rushdie, and that's true, it's right in their Muslim writings, Rushdie commonly uses magical realism and relied on contemporary events and people to create his characters. Interestingly, the title of the book refers to the Satanic Verses, which is a group of Quranic verses that allows intercessory prayers to be made to three pagan Meccan goddesses known as Alat, Yuza, and Manat. The Shubat Foundation makes direct links from Baal to Islam with multiple links in the Quran as well. So I, I didn't realize all that, but you know, you had to figure that was all going to be part of it. Baal is a name used in the Bible, commonly referred to an idol worship by the Jews and many nations around them, on many occasions just before the moral degradation really hit. The Temple of Baal is a huge step forward with regard to the enslavement and ultimate population reduction of 90% of humanity. Does it make sense now why George Soros once gave $2 million to the North American Man Boy Love Association, also known as NAMBLA. He is the main guy trying to take Trump down. He is the same guy that's trying unbelievably hard to usher in the New World Order. And again, I'm not saying Trump's perfect by any stretch of the imagination. All I'm saying is I look at all the money trying to destroy him, where it's coming from, who the, who the players are. George Soros, a guy that gave $2 million to NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association. The fact that that organization even exists is beyond criminal. But they're just trying to classify that as another psychiatric behavior. They can't help it. They're pedophiles. They're innocent as kittens. All these wonderful men wanting to have sex with little boys and force themselves on little boys. They can't help it. George Soros gave them two million. Sick devil from the pit of hell. There's a link here to... Uh, uh, if you want to explore that further. This philosophy has taken over the administration, and does this explain why the Obama administration has been overrun with Muslims in the DHS and other areas of the executive branch, and why this um, and why is this base camp belonging to ISIS eight miles from El Paso not been dealt with? Is this why child sex rings proliferate in, in the America and US, USA or UK? He's a little kind of a all over the place with this writing, the way he wrote this. I had to do all kind of spell corrections when I edited this, but I think the point he's trying to make is trying to tie the Muslims in with the pedophilia, in with our lack of dealing with any of the Muslims that are here, in with George Soros, all of this. I mean, it's all tied in together. It's all one big, sick, satanic program to destroy the world. That's what we're looking at here. Then we have this lovely thing china sees the u.s and london prepping to build temples to baal and once in on the demonic invitation to evil and hosts a satanic catwalk show that is the stuff of nightmares and here i give you a couple pictures here they're they're appropriate pictures there's nothing like sexually wrong but they're really 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 super disturbing these models that they've got in this satanic catwalk in uh, china Spectators in the front row could have been forgiven for thinking they had wandered into a screening of a horror film rather than a catwalk presentation at the China Fashion Week. This just shows you the degradation by the day of what we're dealing with here. We got temples of Baal, the, the arches being erected in, in New York City and Trafalgar Square, and, and we have garbage like this going on. It's just mind-blowing. Designer 
Hu Shigong's show was a riot of red. They're all dressed in red with unsettling touches such as a model holding two dolls that looked as if they were covered in blood, two baby dolls, as though they were covered in blood, horn figures, and numerous prosthetic hands adorning the necks of garments. Also, a lot of the models also had what appeared to be blood splattered all over them. This is, the, this is where society is heading, in, into this absolute glorification of just pure evil and wickedness. There's, and I'll give you some pictures here. The one lady's wearing a full body like latex dress and her head's covered and it looks like one of those S&M sadomasochistic masks that you see you would see somebody wear like that and she's wearing one of those it's really 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 disturbing um one model stepped down the catwalk in a full-length red gown with huge devil horns another made for a creepy sight as she walked with a model who looked to be her twin the sinister pair appeared was enhanced as one of one was wearing a top that looked like a straitjacket, binding her arms to her sides. A fake hand stuck out from each of her shoulders. Even the model's hair was red and was given a shiny appearance, possibly to echo the appearance of flowing blood as they showed off their designer's autumn winter. It's the autumn winter 2016 collection. We're already doing an autumn show? We're not even, we're just getting into spring and they're already coming out with their autumn line. Like anybody would be caught dead in these dresses unless you're a Satanist, basically. Or totally sick in the head. I mean, my word, these aren't even things you could wear out in public. You'd be laughed out of whatever. I guess maybe not if you're at a Illuminati party, though. I don't know. Um, a PVC dress, PVC, okay, with a huge flower on the shoulder made for a dramatic sight and was even more resting as the model wore a matching mask covering her entire face with two slits for the eyes and one for the mouth. That's that sadomasochistic mask. Then a full-skirted ball gown with coils of wire on top made the blood-covered model look, this is another one, blood-covered model look as though she'd been involved in a particularly nasty accident. So that was another one. While models are known for strutting down the catwalk with blank sphinx-like expressions to let the clothes do the talking this particular fashionista got into the spirit of things with angry looks on these models of a wild animal ready to pounce so yeah this is this is where we're we're at here then and i believe this is the last report i've got uh yeah it is and this is entitled deeply occult presence found inside abortion centers and Psalm 106, 34 through 43, they served their idols and were ensnared by them. They sacrificed to demons their own sons and daughters, shedding innocent blood, the blood of their own sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, desecrating the land with bloodshed. And this would be, you know, Marduk, Moloch, Baal, sacrificing your, your infants. Ugh, unbelievable. They defiled themselves by their actions and became adulterers by their conduct. Oh, I, I just can't even comprehend this. But I, we have it today, though. We have it today with abortion clinics, and this is going to talk about that. In the occult or the secret world of abortion, nothing is, is as it appears. In a LifeSite News article, we read the interview of a woman whose mother worked at an abortion clinic and who has firsthand knowledge of the clinic's inner workings. According to this insider, the clinic was pervaded with occult imagery and practices. The article continued by stating that the workers considered abortion to be a form of sacrifice and would perform the procedure as a sort of ritual and worship deities embodying death. This is a lady that worked in one. Okay, You, you want to see if you have never listened to it, my teaching called Massacre of Innocence, The Occult Roots of Abortion. Part 1, 2, and 3, I give you the links here. 
uh, probably going to be on page 13 or 14 of the PDF for uh, this teaching, this dedicated teaching we're doing. This is, goes all the way back to November 18, 2007 when I did it. Um, in this teaching, we will be looking at the occult roots of abortion or aborticide with little historical facts about abortion and how they relate to witchcraft and modern-day feminism. Now, this very, very much so ties in with all this ball because obviously Baal was a child sacrifice deity. Where are the main places child sacrifices are going on? Well, behind the closed doors of abortion clinics. But I think they're wanting to bring it more mainstream now. They're literally erecting these arches now. You know, New York City, they want to bring, you know, Trafalgar Square, they want to bring a thousand worldwide. They want this to become way more out in the open. It was in the days of Baal, in the days of Marduk, in the days of Moloch, they did this out in the open, in temple, open temples. This is what I believe they're wanting to bring back where this is out in the open, okay? Um, I know I've read this before, if you've heard my teachings before, but I'm just going to read it again because it does heavily relate to this. Patricia Baird Wendell, founder and owner of Aware Women's Center for Choice, a.k.a. abortion clinics, was quoted saying, quote, You practice your religion and let me practice mine. My religion is a holy ritual child sacrifice. So literally, a woman that owns an abortion clinic not only is she making money off the abortions, but she's literally practicing her religion and telling us, don't, don't interfere with the practicing of my religion. You sick devil. May God rain down his fury on this wickedness. On August 4th, 1992, two employees of the Aware Woman Abortion Clinic that we just cited, Veronica Jordan and Rebecca Morris, registered a nonprofit religious corporation known as the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida, or WRCF. The stated purpose of the WRCF is to provide an umbrella organization for witch covens throughout the state of Florida. The incorporation papers list the two abortion clinic employees as the directors of the Wiccan organization, Wiccan, supposedly white witch, witchcraft, whatever, it's wicked and evil, um, Obviously, it's associated with abortion, too. Shortly after the Wiccan Religious Cooperative of Florida was founded, Carol Ebbing, another aware woman abortion clinic employee, procured the book entitled The Sacrament of Abortion by Gannett Paris, who is a witch in France who presents abortion as a sacred act and a sacrifice to Artemis. Another one they sacrifices to is Lilith, also Chemish, Chemosh, Moloch, Marduk, Baal, you know, and I'm just hitting a few of them. But Lilith is particularly almost always portrayed as an owl. This is why I don't think the owl at Bohemian Grove is Moloch or, or Baal. I believe that's Lilith um, because Lilith is typically always portrayed as an owl and that's what they got there, 40-foot stone owl they sacrificed to and what they call the cremation of care. Anyway, I just... You can search that on my website. I've done teaching on that. In this teaching, we will also be endeavor to show you how the struggle against this horrific act is primarily a spiritual one. Throughout history, certain pagan cultures have sacrificed human infants to satanic deities as part of a complicated ritual in return for favors asked them. While few of those involved in abortion today are consciously engaged in child sacrifice, that is precisely what abortion is, the sacrifice of a human life on the altar of convenience to the God of self. Okay? So again, I'm not condemning anyone that have a listener that has had an abortion in the past, they got saved, I'm not condemning you, there is forgiveness through the Lord Jesus Christ, and that type of thing. I want you to understand that. So I'm, I'm not just, I, I just want to clarify that as well. 
Um, going back to the main report. Furthermore, this woman stated, the woman that worked at the abortion clinic, because I made a segue there, sidebar. She said, I always had a feeling that there was something wrong or dangerous there in the abortion clinic. Almost a feeling of a presence, which I now recognize as being the exact opposite of the presence I feel in church. The workers worshipped a goddess whose truest form was recognized as the great dragon. Frightening words. Indeed, the further proof that what goes on behind the doors of abortion clinics is both disturbing and sinister and involves activities it's in involve activities its workers do not want us to know about perhaps this is why the propaganda surrounding the act of abortions remains such a powerful tool in the hands of those who persuade the ill-informed into accepting as fact that nothing is wrong with abortion but everything is wrong with those who oppose it because we're the ones demonized the ones that oppose it consider this example as well Inside the walls of the Summit Women's Center, an abortion clinic in Connecticut, a sign on the waiting room wall reads, quote, The staff in this office does sacred work, and through you may hope, and though you may never hope to come back, we return each day to hear your stories, hold your hands, and ease your fears. I'm sure they're easing the fears of the little baby they're slaughtering in the womb, you know. See, it's a woman's choice. It's a woman's right. You know, it's a woman's choice to murder her baby is basically what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. The baby, who has a, even a separate blood supply, can have a different blood type of, of their mother, a separate living entity in the body, has no rights at all. It's a woman's body. Well, it's a woman's body, but there's another life form in you. Okay? So you have no right to murder that life form. Well, yes, I do. Okay, have the baby, and then here's, here's a butcher knife chop the baby's head off once you have well i couldn't do oh but it's okay to murder it in your womb that's fine right i mean their 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 logic doesn't hold up at all it, it just crumbles when when you start looking at this from a biblically logical standpoint they have no legs to stand on um the the staff in this office does sacred work and through Though you may hope to never come back, we return each day to hear your stories, hold your hands, ease your fears. Our lives are consumed with caring for yours. What a lie from the pit of stinking hell this is. This makes me want to vomit. In these walls and in our hearts, you are forever valued, treasured, and respected and safe. Oh, really? Of course, the sign is addressed to the human beings whose lives may survive the surgical abortion to become mothers of dead children. Not to the babies killed by the abortionists and their helpers. If the employees mentioned in the sign truly valued, treasured, respected, and kept safe every human being who entered there, they would not be tearing apart pre-born babies. Great point. Great point. Can you imagine how God feels about it? I can't even imagine. 100,000 abortions every day worldwide. You always hear the 4,000 figure here in America. But overall, if you go worldwide, in the whole wide world, conservative statistics say it's 100,000 abortions a day worldwide. 100,000 human sacrifices of babies, and those are just the ones we know about. That's just beyond mind-boggling and blowing all that innocent blood crying out from the land can you understand why we're moving into the most wicked time the world's ever known because i don't believe there's ever been a time 
on the planet where that kind of wholesale slaughter of the innocent has ever went on. And what I just said was probably one of the most important things I've ever said ever in all ministry. Because I think from God's standpoint, that's probably the greatest thing that's going to bring judgment on planet Earth. That, what I just said. 100,000 a day. Incomprehensible. I, I can't even, oh, Lord have mercy. But again, their agenda emanates from the occult world of abortion. Finally, we take note of Right Wing Watch, a website created by the anti-life group People for the American Way. Oh, they always have these wonderful names. People for the American Way of Killing Their Babies, it should say. The site keeps tabs on anything that smells of morality and truth because we can't have morality and truth. That needs to be outlawed. These folks recently published an article reporting on the efforts of the Oklahoma State Senator Joseph Silk to pass legislation that would classify abortion as first-degree murder. I love, I love it all day long. Do it. Silk, it is. It's premeditated first-degree murder. You know what you're doing. You're going to the abortion clinic. It's premeditated first-degree murder. You do that any other place in, in, in America, and you're caught, and you may get the death penalty. You may get life in prison. You're probably going to get a very lengthy prison sentence, at bare minimum. But it's fine to do it when you do it to your own child, under the cover of darkness, all legal-like, behind Planned Parenthood's walls. That's fine. It's not fine in God's eyes. It's more of an abomination than, than somebody that goes out and commits first-degree murder. Really, if you think about it. Oh, it's just, it, you can't even comprehend this stuff. Silk said we need to call it what it is, which is murder. The premeditated, intentional killing of a human being and then treated as such. We're trying to change the conversation from a typical pro-life rhetoric to actually being pro-life and getting justice for these murdered children. This, this is an o Oklahoma State Senator said this. Man, <laughs> wow, God bless him. Uh, you don't hear that very often. One would surmise that right-wing watch is none too happy with the senator for he is not afraid to tell the truth. And that goes against the grain of the purveyors of the belief system that emanates from the occult world of abortion. These heroes like Silk need our prayers and thanks today more than ever. They stand in the gap, taking the arrows and never back off defending what is right and just. Unlike those committed to the occult world of abortion and its deadly agenda. It has some resources here. It says, combat the truth, join American Life League in, de in defiance of the culture of our day, this culture of death. Through all your actions and words, become a part of our movement to build a culture of life. Pray, be informed, and educate others. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm about. It's, it's what, you know, yeah, I'm absolutely, 100%. For pro-life information, go to all.org. And there's links here to all this. And for pro-life educational tools, visit cultureoflifestudies.com. And to see documented proof of Planned Parenthood's debauchery and learn ways to stop its spread, go to stop, S-T-O-P-P, two P's, dot O-R-G. But again, there's links to this. This will be at the very end of the PDF for this dedicated study um, that we're doing on Ball. And then to join our youth outreach for a pro-life generation, go to lifedefender.org. So those are some good resources. Again, I'm trying to be very, trying to be proactive with the audios, and whereas more more educationally, news-wise, with the newsletters, kind of a different thrust. 
Um, but I think that my listeners from the feedback I've gotten so far are happier with that, you know. Uh, anyway, I'll go ahead and cleanse, uh, cleanse us. <laughs> Got my censor of incense like they have in the Catholic. No, I'll go ahead and close us out in a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. I thank you, Lord, that you allowed us to come together, allowed me to actually be able to get the study done, Lord, present it. I pray, Lord, that whatever use you would have for it, whatever uh, you would want to do, that that will would be accomplished, Lord, that you bless my listeners, Lord, that you bless the body of Christ, that you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, Lord, that we would be very proactive regarding this information in whatever way, shape, or form you convict us, that you would use us also to help educate others, Lord, help uh, open the eyes of other Christians, Lord, and particularly, Lord God, regarding these upcoming events and re regarding these arches of ball that, that are going to be... Um, unveiled and debuted uh, on the 19th lord at trafalgar square and in times square lord i pray to god in the name of jesus christ be thy will that those that those events could not even happen that they would not even be able to to proceed forward lord um that that you would just stop these events lord if it be your will but again lord not my will not our will but thine be done and that lord god that these would have no power that, that these um, arches and whatever gateways they're trying to open, that they would be shut down totally, Lord God, that you annihilate the, these, these arches, and that it be done so in such of a manner that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of your doing, and that the righteous would be glad in the Lord and trust in you, and all the upright in heart with glory, according to Psalm 64, Lord. I just pray, God, for your divine intervention regarding this upcoming time, April 19th to uh, May 1st, Beltane, Lord, this this feast of the well this this terrible thing that that they're planning lord with this the blood sacrifice to the beast period lord god this 13 day period i pray lord god you shut that down i pray to god in the name of jesus christ that all of these witches involved in this all of these witches warlocks occultists whoever they are every devil demon fallen angel or fallen cherub from the pit of hell that would participate in this in any way shape or form i just pray to god Lord, that they would just be totally disempowered, that you would strip them of all their witchcraft power, that you would strip them of all their power to work wickedness, that you would strip them of all their power to abduct sacrificial victims in any way, shape, or form, whether they be animal or human, Lord God. Whatever is going on, Lord God, in, in the earth, uh, on the earth, above the earth, I just pray to God you shut it down. I pray to God for your divine intervention. I pray to God you dispatch legions of angels toward this, Lord God, to shut this down that you would intervene, Lord God, that your name be glorified, that many people would be saved as a result of what you're going to do, Lord, um, that Satan would not be able to accomplish any of his plans regarding these upcoming dates, Lord. And, and I do pray also, Lord, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, Lord. And we ask all of these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. <laughs>